Hi, everybody. Welcome to the new... <laughs> blow me. The newest episode of Watch or Not with Jay and MJ. I'm Jay. I'm MJ. What's funny? We, I know I do it, too, but we have microphone voices. What, what it's you, like phone voice. Do I sound different? Well, well, everybody does when they're on, like, you know, full-on broadcasting. Like, when you're on the phone, you're, like, before you're... you're you're taking that phone call or making that phone call. You're practicing like what you're going to say. And then, you know, you have your normal voice. And the moment that phone call comes on or the recording starts, hi, how are you doing? This is so-and-so. Okay. Yeah. I get what you're saying. I mean, as a Brown person, I probably got 15 different phone voices. I've got the, <laughs> I've got the professional voice. I've got the overly professional white voice. I've got the professional black voice. I've got the black voice. I've got, it's like, there's too many. I have to have, I have to have too many dialects to remember as a that's brown person. That's too much to keep. Like that's almost knowing like five or six different languages. I know it's not. I'm exaggerating for a it point is, here, but it, it kind of is actually, it was, uh, you say that it's kind of funny. Cause when I, uh, used to work retail, I would, and my mom would call my job mm-hmm. and, one of my uh, employees walked in on me talking to my mom on the phone, and they were like, hmm. And I was like, what? They were like, nothing. And then I got the phone or whatever, and I came out, and they were like, you talk completely different. I've never heard you speak that way. And I'm like, what do you mean? They go the entire, like, right now, the way you're speaking is completely different than the way you were just speaking to your mother. And I'm like. Well, 100% agree. Like, yeah, that's how it works. And they were like, yeah, it's just weird that you can just, like, click in and out of that. And I'm like, yeah, it sucks that I have to. Uh, the fact that I have to do that all do the time is ridiculous. To, I mean, I, I guess the professional world, but. Yeah, you, you, I mean, you you kind you kind of do because it's it's that whole thing of where like, I mean, there's so many you you could kind of I I can tell sometimes on the phone who if somebody's black or not, and I'll tell you that in in our, in our business now we make calls to people and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and I when I tell you that when when me and that other person recognize that we're both black, that that the 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 speech automatically shifts like oh as soon God. as we figure it out as soon as I, it's like we spend the first part of the call hello 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 how are you how are you oh bonsoir you know like whatever <laughs> um spoiler no um you know and then like all of a sudden like i'll say a word and they'll be like okay and i'll be like okay and they'll be like all right so here's the deal and i'm like okay so you know it's like we kind of figure it out yeah I feel like it was an extremely random tangent. I'm sorry for that. Yeah, no, it's it's fine. It's fine. But no, it happens. Languages. We, this this fits in to our reviewed show, which we'll review which we'll reveal later. So, you know. Yeah, I guess. That. Yeah. But for me personally, I wanted to ask you, and this isn't normally we do a review about stuff like this, but mm-hmm. they've rebooted Supermarket Sweep. Okay. What is this? You were talking about this earlier. What is su- I've never seen it. You've never seen Supermarket Sweep? No. Okay, well, let me let me let me let me break it down for let me. me. Let me rephrase. What is supermarket? Let me rephrase. Sweep? You've seen supermarket sweep, right? Is it like Guy Fieri's like grocery? Oh my games? god! I want to kill you! I what, literally want to murder you! How do you not know what supermarket sweep is? I've never heard. It's of supermarket. Oh my god! I'm upset. I'm really upset. I don't know what to say. I'm upset. I feel very judged. <laughs> Fifty thousand on my head. <laughs> I'm upset. Okay, so let me. Uh-oh. Supermarket sweep was. I believe it was in the late 90s, early 2000s. Is this like showing my age? No, because you should know what this is. Uh, I was raised very differently as a child. I but was... you sh- this is wholesome. So basically, mm. okay, let me tell you about what, what Supermarket Sweep was. I don't remember who the original host was. His name escapes me. But basically, they would have three pairs. 
mm-hmm. of contestants, and they would answer supermarket related questions. And those questions would answer those questions correctly. They would bank time, so they'll bank. He would give them like two minutes off the bat, and they bank like ten seconds. You know. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, sorry. I just randomly original release date was 1965. Well, I don't know about that one, but okay, I'm talking on, about sorry. like two. Th- there was one in 2000, um, but well, yes. they they bank time. So at the end of the, at the, end of the episode, their their goal is to bank as much time as possible. Mm-hmm. So at the end of all the little questions and quizzes and games, they say now you have this much time to run through our supermarket, and the goal of running through the supermarket is to rack up as much money as possible. So you're literally shopping. Like, you have three minutes to run to the supermarket and pick up as much crap as possible. They have little bonuses in play. They have little things like, hey, he, he's like, hey, if you bring back some uh, ground coffee, I'll give you an extra $200. If you go grab this item and this item and this item, and you bring them all back, I said, it's just $500. So they add all that up, all those little bonuses up with the amount of money that they put in their carts. Yeah. And as many carts as they want. And then whoever spent the most money wins. And at the end of the game, they have, like, a little riddle they have to solve like three little riddles, and if they solve all three and run to the supermarket and find these three things, then they get five thousand dollars. This was back in two thousand. Five thousand dollars is not a lot. So that was the old one. The new one has been rebooted with Leslie Jones as the host. Okay. Do you know who Leslie Jones is? I feel like I should. I'm not good at names. Are you kidding me? I'm not good at names. I'm better at faces. I need you to look up a phrase right now. Do it right now because oh I'm, I literally am going to get up. I'm, I feel I'm, very judged this time. You should feel judged. <laughs> Leslie Jones is Leslie Jones. Is, she's oh yeah yeah yeah. I know who you're she's a, about. she's acquired. She's I know I, her, yes. I will say she's an acquired. SNL. Taste. I know her from SNL. Yeah. She's a, she's yeah. She's a, I think that she's I think it depends because there are sometimes when I'm like Leslie, it's a lot. Oh but yes. I do like when she was when she was Instagram living all the Olympics a couple years ago. Uh, fucking hilarious. But she is the new host. I just, I just think of Ghostbusters when I see her face now. Well, I guess it's the newest thing she's been in. Yeah. But, but yeah, she, she's in it now. This makes me angry that you don't know because now we can't like talk about this back and forth. It makes me really mad. No, but why? I could talk about game shows. Regardless, it literally is the it's guys' grocery game. Like you've seen that on Food Network. Do not mention you? Guy Fieri, please. Oh, have you seen Guys' Grocery Store game? Show? I don't watch anything with Guy Fieri in it. It's literally like the only thing they have on Food Network recently is, is either Diners, Drivers, and Dives or Guy's Grocery Store. Sorry, I watched Chopped. That's on Food Network. Suck it. Chopped is on Food Network? Yeah, I watched that. It's also, I didn't realize that um, the host used to be on Queer Eye. You're, you're, whatever. I'm, I don't know. Whatever. You know you're what? Ridiculous. I haven't watched any more Chopped lately. Sorry, weird, but I do love, I do love a Chopped situation. You know what? But regardless. I don't safe in this area today you shouldn't uh anyway <laughs> the new supermarket i'm i'm, I'm gonna say I, I'm, I'm liking it i guess is what i'm okay. gonna say even though you have no idea what i'm talking is it about the same rules though like you just described they still bake money or okay. still bank time mm-hmm. and um they do the little mini sweep a little different than they did before um and then because the mini sweep was something that they were it was always the first question and they would say um um they would give a little riddle, and if you solve the riddle, whoever solved the riddle would have to run through the store and find mm-hmm. that item. So they'd be like, um, if you want to go on a really cool surfing ride, wash your clothes with... Tide. 
so somebody would bring in and say Tide, and they'd be like, all right, yeah, that's right. So if you could go find Tide in the store, bring it back, and you can get extra money or something, whatever but like within that. within a time limit. Yeah, within a time limit. Okay. Now, in the new one, what they do is she reads the clue, and nobody has to buzz in. Everybody just starts running. So all the people just start running and take off and try and like find it, and they're like reaching over each other and like I've seen once people are, they're all in the same aisle looking at it, and one guy just literally like sticks their hand like between two girls and he just grabs the item and like runs out. So it's kind of interesting in that way. And then the the ending prize instead of being five thousand dollars for three clues, mm-hmm. if they solve three clues, they get twenty five thousand dollars. I was about to ask because I said if it's is it still five thousand, that would be yeah. my next question. It's twenty five thousand, and then what they do is they say, hey. If you want, you can cash out or we'll add 20 seconds to your remaining time. You can go for another clue and possibly $50,000. But the clue is harder. Usually, yeah. Okay. L- a little bit, I guess. It, 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 but see, this is, that's the thing about, about, this, about this kind of game is that it really depends on your knowledge of grocery stuff. You know, it could be hard. It could be easy. There was one team that lost all their money, and I was like, "Are you kidding me?" Capri Sun is the answer, and they were like, "Juices? I, I, I don't know. Is it a licorice? I'm, I don't understand. A like, I don't know." They, but the, the answer was Capri Sun, but they didn't know the answer. Okay. The only clue they had was like juice, and they were like, "Go to the juices." It's like I'm not seeing anything. Maybe it's a candy, and I was like, "Yes, it's lost all your money." So yeah, but they can win up to a hundred thousand dollars. Oh, so yeah. they, they can keep trading in the money and go for the Three, next they, clue. They, they can go to they go up to five clues and get hundred thousand. So yeah, that's cool. Okay, so let me ask you a question. Yeah. So you saw the original before. Yes. And and I'll I'll save myself or hopefully defend myself in this was I never watched stuff in the nineties because my mother was in control of everything and we had to listen to Christian radio and we had limited TV access and I was very secluded so I pretty much missed the nineties. But you saw the original that was back in the nineties. Yeah. You've seen the new host. Yes. You saw, we talked about it a couple weeks ago, maybe it was last week, um, the host of Dance of the Stars is now a new host. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you like all the people that are like changing and getting new hosts? Like they, they've changed, we talked about before, the match game, and now it's Baldwin. And and do you think the uh, people who are hosting all these shows that are being remade or continuing on, the new host, are they doing well? I think that Alec is, I think out of all of these, I think Alec is doing the best. Okay, but that but Match Game has always been a loose show like that. They've always been kind of like yeah. If you watch the seventies one, which I have before, I've oh, watched it's them. so good. Yeah, they're raunchy, like they don't care. And I'm, I'm like, and that's why he fits in with that. Um, Elizabeth Banks does Pressure Luck. I think she's fine in that. Pressure Luck doesn't really need anybody to be that mm-hmm. cool. Um, Joe McHale for Car Sharks, he seems pretty normal. Uh, Jane Lynch recently for Weakest Link. I think that one's a little harder for her to step into because that. The, the old host, I forgot her name, was so iconic in oh, The Weakest yeah. Link that Jay Lynch isn't trying to recreate that, but it's kind of, I'm it, I'm, I'm lost on it a little bit. I don't love it as much, but I like the show. Well, I feel, I feel like when you take over a show, you can't recreate what was there. You have to make right. it your own. You have to kind of make it your own. I, actually, I think Match Game was the only one that you really don't make your own because like Alec basically came in with the same thing where he makes snide comments and real says something that's vaguely sexual and we move on and we laugh about it. And that's still Whoa. the same thing. Vaguely sexual? Oh yeah, vaguely, overtly, whatever. I was say it's pretty much just like pulling down your pants and. Yeah, there's no. Uh, but the only the only one I'm worried about now is now I'm worried about Jeopardy and what they're gonna do for that. Out. That's what I was gonna get to is so for those of you who haven't heard, I'm sure everybody has by As now. You should have known. Yes, Alec Trebek has passed away. Yeah. So. What is the future for Jeopardy? Yeah. They have shows to the end of the year. 
Yeah, he was recording up until like two or three weeks ago, I think. I'm mm-hmm. like, that's crazy. They have shows till like, I think, end of December. Yeah, I, th- I, I think it say. literally goes to January, and then he has no more he's recording. Right. I think. I don't It may be middle of January, but it's, it's like first of the year-ish. Right. But I, I, I've, we've all known about this. Yeah. And I think he was like talking to the producers and, and like that he wanted to help pick his replacement. Yeah, but I think they were being, they were like, we're not going to do this while you're, we're not going to do this in front of you kind of thing. I think that's kind of where the stage they were kind of taking. But I think he mentioned a few people. Um, I don't remember their names, but. So let me ask then. Obviously, no one can take and fill Alec Trebek's shoes. Oh, I, I'm 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 putting my foot down right now. This might be a hot take, but I am going on the record as saying that Alex Trebek is probably the the greatest game show host ever. And I would have said this before he passed away. I'm saying it now. I will say this for you. I'm years sure from he's now. the most iconic for sure. I think. Sorry, Bob Barker. Sorry, but I think that Alex Trebek is quite is is it. He is the top. So who could fill in? As a host, not 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 take his place, not replace him. Who could be the next? I host? don't know. A friend, a guy that I talked to that loves Jeopardy said he would love Neil deGrasse, Neil deGrasse Tyson because okay. sometimes he's on there with like the video clues stuff like yeah. that, and they said he's knowledgeable. He's you know something like that. But I honestly don't know. They're gonna have a hard time trying to pick somebody. I think I heard somebody say the other day uh, the obvious choice is Ken Jennings, the guy who always was. on I there heard one. somebody say that. I, I could see that. And I actually don't think I would mind that at all. At all. You know who I actually do love, though? And it might be because I listen to their podcast. I love Louis Vertel. And he does a podcast called, uh, for Crooked Media, called uh, Keep It. Mm-hmm. And he was one of the, he was he was a really, really, really big winner on Jeopardy. And I think, and he, his trivia knowledge is unparalleled, honestly. Yeah. For, like the stuff that he can remember. So I actually think that he would be good. I mean, yeah, he's super duper young, but I think that he would be really good as well. But I feel like if you've been on it or you have a good trivia knowledge base, mm-hmm. like you'll do it. It's due diligence. Like you'll give it respect right. that it's deserved. I think he would too. On. And it's got a good sense of humor too, which I think, yeah. is, which I think is part of it as well. You know? So I don't know. I guess we'll have to see how that plays out. But yeah, I just, I don't know. I feel like all these shows we that we kind of grew up on are, are transitioning into the new era with new hosts. And it's just weird to me. Still- yeah, it's 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 weird. What are we gonna do when Pat Sajak dies? That's gonna be a that's gonna, actually I don't know if I care as much about Will Fortune. To yeah, be fair. I was gonna say I don't know if any because I don't even watch. I I will I probably watch more Will of Fortune than Jeopardy to be fair. But like when they said Al Schubeck, I was like, oh, no. Well, here's the thing: is I only watch Will of Fortune to get to Jeopardy. Yeah, good point. That's literally good the point. only reason I have it on. Yeah, Jeopardy. I used to hate Jeopardy because I'm like. These people who they bake like eighteen thousand dollars and then somebody wins and they go home with like a thousand. I'm like, Jeopardy, y'all cheap. Y'all can give them that money that they like. If the score was twenty thousand to eighteen thousand to seventeen thousand, the guy who made twenty thousand goes home with twenty thousand. The other two, the one who got eighteen thousand, you go home with two thousand, and the other one goes home with one thousand. But I got all this money though. Can I just go no, home with it? Because no, no. Wheel of Fortune, you go home with everything you want. But here's the thing: you walk in with nothing, you're guaranteed nothing, and then. That's the the whole point of gambling is, and, and why that no, one guy who did so well is he's playing with money he technically never had and never will have. I get that. I get that. That's the thing of but that that I used to hate about it. That's what I used to hate about it. Like you don't you don't come out winning unless you actually win the whole game, which is hey, fine. Everybody leaves with something. Yeah. Well, whatever. Calm down. Don't try. Don't whatever. It, it would be the same thing as a game show if you were asking questions and the winner took twenty thousand. The two second place winners it's just they happen to choose I money just found as their it, points i just found it weird which i guess it when i think about other games i guess it's not but 
whatever, it's fine. Because I, I, I think I'm wrong in this respect. But that's just one thing I remember disliking about Jeopardy. Sorry. I'm just picturing you on Jeopardy, but like, bitch, I won that 16000 I won my 16000 <laughs> You best give me my <laughs> money. Cut me a check. Let's go. All right, you guys. Stay tuned for this week's review. All right, everybody, welcome back. So, this week, we are taking a look at another Netflix original. They the, just have so much content, you guys. You know what? It's okay. hard. <laughs> Sorry. I don't, was it a Netflix original or was it an MTV original? I think it was a Netflix original produced by MTV, but who knows? Netflix has that weird, like thing where they own shit but they don't really own they shit. They take credit for things they didn't do. Yeah, girls. Okay, but Emily in Paris. Yes, Emily in Paris created by Darren Star who we know, sometimes love, sometimes don't love. Uh do you know the shows Darren Star has created? Not off the top of my head. You're going you're batting like I am zero. You what, know what? What's the baseball term for not having any hits? <laughs> you got it. Batting zero? Yes. Then what's batting a thousand? That's never missing and always getting a run. Okay. So uh, you're like, you're batting zero. <laughs> you know what? Just stop asking me questions today. I'm just, I'm just, I'm not going to do well. Anything. Do you know I played NBA, uh, not NBA, I played um, MLB. MLB, the show like 2019, like a couple years ago. And I was like, this is fun. But I had no idea what any of those stats meant. I was just like swinging at the balls. Like, hoping to hit them. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, Darren Star, um, we're going to go back. Um, Beverly Hills, 90210. I never watched it. Melrose Place. I never watched it. Um, also did Sex in the City. Okay, I watched that one. And also did, damn it. <sighs> I did not study for this test. I'm he sorry. He did, um. I don't know what's going on with me. My knowledge of people's production credits are usually, pretty, you know, better than this. I feel like I'm just. Aren't they usually better? I'm kidding. And he also <laughs> did Younger. Okay. That's that's Darren Star. Oh, you that's, know. Oh, oh, you know. Younger. My wife watched it. Ugh, whatever. But that's what I was going to compare this show to. But yeah, that's that's Darren Star. That's, that's why. That's, it's what, so that's why they all make sense. Yeah. So, um, so I was going to compare that to it without even knowing. I didn't. I'm just going to he- hold my head down in you know, shame this week. You should just do some research, okay? Do some research. I don't like to read. Do your job. Do my job. Uh, whatever. So anyway, Emily in Paris. Yes. Uh, basically, this show is about a an American girl who works for a marketing firm in Chicago, and this marketing firm acquires a slightly smaller French marketing firm because they want to expand into the international market, and they send her to bring an American point of view to this French marketing firm's company. I thought they wanted to expand into the higher-end retail because I thought most of their marketing firm projects were like medical in Chicago. I don't think it matters. I think it just want to expand internationally. It's a marketing firm. Her what okay. she what she marketed previously was something medical, mm-hmm. but um, but yes, I guess that could also be true. But they just wanted to expand. Fair w- enough. Whether that be into international, whether that be in international, and also the fact that it's luxury brands. But that marketing firm in Fr- in France can can market anything. It doesn't necessarily have to be something luxurious. Because I mean, they they actually they, they had the the female juicy pads. Vagine or whatever it was called, the young vagina. Yeah, like that. That product that could be a medical thing if it, it, it keeps you from having a dry 
Well, yeah, and that's why they area. gave it to her. She so, so that. that so it's just a, it's just an international French marketing firm. They just want to spread that in international. Fair enough. So, but, yeah. but so she ends up going. Are you done with the description? That was the description. So, so your description boils down to she's a girl named Emily, and she's in Paris. That's basically all it is. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean how, how much further do you want to go? I this mean, is basic. That's it, you guys. Show over. Emily in fucking Paris. Like that's all. So is that a review? Twenty five minutes early. We're just gonna wrap it and just be done. Have a good day. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for tuning into our little back and forth to begin with. Ovra. <laughs> um, but no. Ciao. So yeah, the only reason she gets to go is because her boss. Um, and we'll get into characters right now. But like, yeah. her boss, who is played by um, shit. I'm so bad at names right now. Uh, but you guys know her. She was uh, McDreamy's wife in Grey's Anatomy. Y'all know who that bitch was. Private practice. Um, Kate. And- I forgot her last name. Kate Wilson. Kate McCormick. Kate, um, Kate Miller, Kate Wilson, I'm, Kate. I'm getting there, but I'm um, just in love with. I'm trying to guess. workshop it. Uh, Kate McMillan, Kate Pearson. This is us. You're welcome. Uh, but regardless, um, her boss in Chicago couldn't go because she ended up getting pregnant from a one night stand. Walsh, <laughs> Kate Walsh. I was in a W somewhere. Um, but she gets pregnant and can't go, so <laughs> they decide. You know what? Emily's really good. It's her chance to really step up, step into this role. She, I, we're going to send her to Paris instead. Yeah, and that's where she does reluctantly go. She, I guess she said it was for a year trial period. Yeah. And leaves her boyfriend. Leaves her boyfriend. Goes They're still together, to, but leaves her yeah. boyfriend. Goes over to Paris um, and, and takes on the role, but it was so last minute, no one knew the switch happened, which I thought was funny in the first episode, and they could have yeah. probably taken that a little further, but... It was like a two second, like, oh, you're not her? Okay, thanks, bye. Yeah, it was very, they were very dismissive. So, yeah. first off, obviously, we have our uh, our titular character. Um, we have Emily, who's played by Lily Collins. Do Has you she know, been in anything else? I feel like I've seen that name. Um, the most recent thing that I think she was in was in was Mirror Mirror. I don't think it did very well, Mirror, but I think it was a, um, I think it was a Snow White ripoff, maybe? Movie with, or show? Movie, I think it had... Uh, I almost said Jennifer Roberts. It's not even her fucking name. Julia Roberts. I think it had Julia Roberts in it. Um, but that's the only thing I know her from. She's been a lot of other stuff, but a lot of small stuff. Like one episode appearances on shows kind of thing? Girl, I don't even know. Okay. She's basically, she's. you know what it is? She's one of those girls who you're like, oh, I've seen her and stuff. And then you look up her shit and you're like, who the fuck is this bitch? <laughs> she just looks familiar. Yeah, she does. Okay. Um, second, uh, one of our second characters uh, is uh, Sylvie. Played by, oh, also... We're going to pronounce a lot of these names incorrectly. Um, these are... Uh, French actors. Yeah. 90% of the actors in this show are French actors. So we're going to mispronounce some names. But there's Sylvie, who is her boss in in Paris, played by uh, Philippine Leroy Bolo. Bolu? Sure. Great. Uh, talk about Sylvie. I actually personally love Sylvie. I love Sylvie. The, the, the attitude, Sylvie the class, attitude. the fashion. She just thinks she's so much better than everybody else. She just comes out strong with, you know, you know what? You're American. We'll, we'll appeal to you and just, like, make you feel included by letting you stay in our presence. Other than that, F off. To be fair, Sylvie was, Sylvie was, a, Sylvie was a bitch. She was a bitch. She was almost too much of a bitch, but... She made good points. She was like, you come here with your American whatever. You didn't even bother to learn the language, exactly. which is so fucking true. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I know how last minute it was. But um, what's really annoying is like throughout this whole show, bitch, I still didn't hear you say more than four words in French. 
how I don't know what this timeline is supposed to be. I, I, I guess it's supposed to be. I would say the timeline was maybe like weeks, maybe a couple months. But I would say like two or three months. But I'm like, you're telling. I'm, I don't know. I just I'm like you. You should have been on the plane with the book trying to learn French. Is what your bitch ass. So I, I agree. She with said something. she was taking Rosetta Stone on the plane. She said she did. Whatever. She she, she obviously didn't she obviously didn't apply herself, but whatever. Yeah, Sylvia's Sylvia's not having Emily's shit. She's mm-hmm. like she's like, uh, you're young, you're stupid, you're too bright eyed and bushy tailed for me. So sit over there in the corner and just listen. Well, and I have to like give respect. Like they're like, this is not the French way. Just like the rude to your face. Like they, 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 they was it her her friend? Let's go to the, the her friend who uh, she ends up meeting randomly, Mindy. Yes describes the French way as just being rude to your face and not giving two Fs about anything. And that is Sylvie. Yeah. It's like uh passive aggressive. No, we don't do that. We're it's, aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, our next, uh, character, obviously Mindy. Yes. Who, uh, ends up being a really good friend of Emily's. Uh, she is from, she's actually from China. She's, she knows English really well. And she's working as a nanny in Paris. An au pair. An au pair. I'm sorry. In French Paris, nanny. and just kind of meets Emily by happenstance and knows English really well and French really well. I think she was in the park, and the kid she was taking care of, like ran, like literally ran into yeah. Emily. I think is what happened. So she's she's a really I like her character. She's really cool and kind of fun and kind of that friend that I think is always like you can do something a little naughty. It's fine. See, I, I I'm not I gonna like, judge you. <laughs> I like that she was like open, and I feel like if they do a second season of this. She'll probably play more of a role in that second season. Besides just kind of like filling her in on culture, I didn't see a lot of of need for her character. They tried to. They. they I think. What she seemed like one of those characters they decided they liked really late in the season because mm-hmm. in the later in the season they, they tried to give her a separate storyline, tried to give her some more depth. Exactly. And I was like, okay, this seems slightly forced, but I like her character, so I'm fine with it. Um. Next we have uh Gabrielle. Ooh. Gabrielle is Emily's downstairs neighbor, so he lives on the under fourth her, floor. Under her, so like, so yeah, she meets him because she accidentally goes to his apartment because she's on the fifth floor, and in this building in France, it's like, it's like ground floor for one, two, three, four, five. So in America, it will be floor number six. Yeah, but so she was counting five flights and and trying to get it. So that's how she meets Gabrielle, who is a, who's an aspiring chef. Who, but his apartment is directly under hers. Yes, and he runs the bistro literally right across the street or across the square. Right. I would say from yeah. their apartment complex. Yeah. Uh, our, our our first look at eye candy. He's definitely really cute. So that was nice. He doesn't know. just make it hot in the kitchen. Uh, no, he does not. We uh, next we have um, <laughs> Antoine uh, Lambert, or I don't know in French. I wonder if it's Antoine Lambert, the perfume guy. Yes, uh, played by William Abadi. I believe he's a French actor as well. I think they say Lambert. I, I want to say it's Lambert. Yeah, um, but he is basically like he's just hot. He's like he's he, like that older. Why hot. did I know you were gonna go there? He with is him. like he's like oozing. He's like oozing sexuality. He's like Emily's like oh hi Antoine. And he's like hello Emily. You look ravishing. I'm like what. Come on, what are you doing? Do you, like, you might as well just pull your penis out and smack her in the face with it. Like, look, that's look, how much sexuality he's using. I, I will say that one scene towards the end where he's literally just in a suit with his legs crossed, and it's that look, he like, this eye, like, eye after. I think he IFs everybody, to be fair. <laughs> 
but he is a he is a a, a, perf, a perfumer. Is that what mm-hmm. they're called? Um, so he uh, he is a client of Savoie, which is the uh, marketing firm that they're that they're working at. Yes. So he is um, he has he builds perfumes. He's the nose. For he perfumes. he makes scents. Scents, yes. Um, and he's also um, involved with Sylvie in a way. Um, yeah. And then we have Camille. Camille. Who is which? I didn't know this, you guys. Um, her name is spelled Camille. Yes. But in America, we'd say Camille, but in France, they say Camille. Yes. I think it's very close to Spanish. Like, they're very similar tongues, um, where L's in Spanish are Y's, which I'm assuming translates into French as well. So, they'd be Camille. Yes, like, quesadilla. I'm kidding. I don't know. <laughs> Tortilla. You know what bugs me is when people say quesadilla. I'm like, you're doing it on purpose, and if you didn't do it on purpose, you're a bitch. I'm like, going to I the Tarjay. I, I do that for fun, though. <laughs> I'm like, I guess go to Tarjay. You either got to be mad at all of it or none of it. You can't be in the middle. I, I, I do that. I, I do it all the time. I say Tarjay. I say Debris to be funny. <laughs> like debris. I'm going to the Walmart. You know what I mean? But I'm like, I'm like, I get you. I'm like, say tortilla. Say quesadilla. Like, don't the be fajitas. weird about it. <sighs> Whatever. But uh, Camille is uh, Gabrielle's girlfriend. Yes. And she's like an art gallery. She comes from a rich family, blah, 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 blah. Yes. that Her family, I guess, makes champagne actually in Champagne. Yes. In Champagne, France. Yeah. Which is, I thought that was kind of a cute little thing. Yeah. Kind of funny little little thing. But that's like, those are like our our main characters. There's also supporting characters. There's a couple of characters in the office of Savoie that are actually, there's like super, there's that one that's like super dirty and gross. Luke. <laughs> Luke is so I, Luke is is my favorite just like comedic break of the show i love it when he comes like his idea for the mattress um presentation was bring the eiffel tower to bed yes and the eiffel tower what he means by eiffel tower is he means the sex position yes where the guys are literally sandwiched a girl you guys can google it it's fine google it no, okay okay <laughs> the high five is what sold it um and then there's also uh um samuel samuel Arnold, who plays Julian, he's like the only character of color in this entire show, except for Mindy, because Mindy is Mindy's Asian, uh, but he is the only other character of color in this whole fucking show. So, I don't know if you'll take offense to this, but Emily, my Emily, my wife, watched like the first episode, and then I watched a couple more because mm-hmm. she didn't really like it, and then she came back on the back end, and it was after he had become friends with Emily in the show. And he, she just goes, this isn't because he's black and gay, but he reminds me of Jeremy. <laughs> Girl, I loved him. I thought he was, I was like, I was like, he was, he was coming around. He was coming around the corner, spilling that tea and walking right away. Uh, <laughs> like yes. he was like, uh, here's the gossip. Don't tell anybody where you got it from. I'm going to be over here. Like, come on. He was good. I, I liked his character. He, he always had like the right amount of snark. Uh, when she like like and then not just like spoke like with the second episode when they're calling her the hick and she told her phone to say go fuck yourself in French and he goes I think I like you and yeah. it's like the instant appreciation yes it was oh my god yes. I definitely liked him he he was he was really cool he was always uh, ready with a side eye and a, and a backwards glance like I loved it um, so now we've went through some of the characters um, is there anything what did you like what did I like. I one of the things I, I say I like is that I think this show 
gave me an appreciation for for, for Paris, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I want to go after watching it. Yeah, like I always was like, you know what? I don't need to go to Paris. I can, I can, that could be something later. I feel like it's cliche and everybody goes to Paris, which it probably is. But it made me want to go more. But I feel like now after watching this, like where some people make Paris like a week trip, I could see it as like, okay, two days in Paris, two days here. Two, like, yeah. They just kind of like hit everything at once because I feel like it's not as big as I thought it was actually. I don't want to visit Paris. I want to visit France. True. That's. I think that's where I'm, I'm, where I'm going with that. Yeah. What did you like? Um... I actually thought the show was funnier than it was going to be. Like, I, like I've seen some shows of younger or episodes of mm-hmm, younger that mm-hmm. Darren's done before, and as close as this was, and I feel like it was very similar to younger. It was its own little thing. It was it was funnier, more of a comedic attempt, I believe, from some of the shows I've seen him do in the past. Mm-hmm. And I and I appreciate that. Like I said, Luke, his random comedic like, things he would bring in. Uh, I, I don't know. It, it just took me by surprise with where it went with the comedy. Yeah, uh, I do think some of the I think some of the comedy was a little understated. I think it was kind of um, not necessarily in your face, but kind of you know dropping hints. I feel like every character was their character. Mm-hmm. Like that was like they didn't try to make like Luke. Obviously, they they build him as this as this inappropriate. He's the inappropriate guy in the office. He's gonna make re- really weird lewd comments that nobody really listens to him or or whatever. And he does his job really well, but they're all like, whatever, that's just Luke. Yeah. And I'm glad they didn't that they didn't like try and make people who obviously aren't funny try to be funny. But they made situations that were supposed to be funny. Yeah. Um I mean on your point, yes, every character I think was purposeful. They didn't have any random yeah. fillers? I don't think there were any throwaway characters. I really think there are people who who served a purpose, you know, um, in the right way. Like 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 Luke and Julian fill that purpose of like the office gossips. You mm-hmm. know, they're the ones who are gonna make the American Girl feel, you know, kind of, you know, they're kind of around her, kind of like mm, I'm not sure if I like you yet. And then when they start to like her, they're kind of like, okay, I get it, I understand. We're gonna try and help you out if we can. You know, you're nice, you're endearing, whatever. Uh, so I did like that. I did like the. Um, the plethora of pretty cute men in the show, and actually pretty cute. But really, I mean, the girls are pretty too. But you know. yeah, but I, I appreciate. I'm looking at dudes. So. I, was, I appreciate though, like when you had someone that in the, it actually kind of was a throwaway character. Like her, he wasn't a philosophy. The the the, the, the professor. Yes, like they knew he shouldn't stay more than an episode. Like he was there, he played which, his part, and then left. Which I did. I did appreciate that. Like when they did bring in, like you know a guy or like something like that, like a love interest for her that they weren't like drop that all of them aren't like drop dead gorgeous, which I appreciated because I, I tend to feel like sometimes the shows like this, they feel the need to like fill every character was like the hottest guy you've ever seen in in your, in your, in your entire life. I do think Gabrielle was a little more attractive than he should have been, but I mean, he was cute. He wasn't like hot, 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 but he was, he was definitely attractive. So I did like that They took that into account, I guess. Um, what else do you like? And this is where it kind of plays into my decision on if it's a watch or not. Like, like it was a good show, but nothing really stood out to me. I found here's the thing: I was determined to kind of hate it. To yeah, be honest, like going she, in, like kind of like bristled. I mean, yeah, because just no, not I went in was like, okay, whatever. What is this? And 
when I got in, I was like, she is too fucking perky. Like, I need her to calm the hell down. Like, she's just doing too much. And even throughout the show, I still was like, God, she is so fucking perky. Why is she so happy? This is really annoying. And Sylvie says as much all the time. Like, well, she's like, when you come to hell down. The American to French aspect. Right. But I'm like, I'm not that perky like that. But we also live in America where we don't see the difference. See the difference in what? Our American personality versus maybe someone from France or England or whoever. So I understand why that might be something we don't notice because we're just blind to it. Because when she was in America, she blended in. Like she, there was no like I'm super perky. I found her. I found her demeanor in Chicago to be annoying as well. But that's just me. So I found I found her character to be kind of annoying. Okay. But what was stupid about it is that I couldn't stop myself from smiling at certain instances, which really yes. made me angry. Actually, I, I was like, "Fuck!" So I think it caught me a little bit. So I mean. Something that I, I didn't like was I didn't like um, I don't like shows that create drama for, for no reason. I know I've said that before. And I know that drama has to happen, mm-hmm. but I feel like unnecessary drama is really annoying to me. Just to cre- I feel like I feel like if you're gonna have conflict, it should be it should be um, genuine. Like the conflict between Sylvie and Emily goes layers deep. It makes sense. It's genuine. I understand that conflict. But then when they create, it's almost like they create some conflict for no reason. Like the conflict they created for Mindy, like her whole storyline didn't make any sense to me. It came out of nowhere. It was dumb. Um, I didn't like the fact they were, that they cheapened that character by throwing that in at the end. Um, I but don't, the meme they made of her in, in, in Yeah, Asia like I didn't hilarious. like that. Yeah, that was kind of funny. But um, I didn't like that. I, I, what, I, what I worry about, honestly, is I worry about... I'm glad these are French actors mostly in the show. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if they're okay being portrayed this way, if this is how they're really portrayed or if, you know, like remember when we talked about Kim's convenience yeah. and how they were in Canada, but they were very, very Korean. I'm like, I wonder if the Korean community was like, you know, mm, I don't know about this. I wonder if the French community is saying the same thing about this show. You know what? I never thought about it that way. I, I, the, my concern was, and this is where it was what? 10 episodes. Yeah. Every every instance of drama really appeared and resolved within twenty minutes. It was so quick to the point. Like there, there's there's there wasn't really like the shows that I love to get back into and keep watching. There's always that overarching issue that kind of carries from episode one throughout to the till the end. There really wasn't that in the show. There is. They they just they just. They just overcomplicated it at the end, which made me, which made me kind of mad. But I mean, the conflict. I mean, like the overarching conflict is: okay, is she going to fit in Paris? And then <laughs> does she, and and you end with: is she going to fit in with? Like, it doesn't get resolved. I get that, but but like each episode, it's it's your it's your client of the week episode. Who am I going to advertise this week? Which I'm which I did which didn't bother me. I, I I think it was like her personal relationships. I think that that was the unnecessary drama to me that 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 kind of like started to get on my nerves to, to be i started to get annoyed by by that part i feel like no and i'm not no woman who is just your general everyday american woman i believe and and, and i'm sorry if this offends anybody attracts every man around her thank you okay you're you're you're, you're, you're yes thank you exactly yes. every guy's like like that guy who was just like i want to like I'm not going to say the P word, but, <laughs> but I was like, really? Every French guy's like, and, and, and maybe they're like, oh, an American girl, they're stupid and loose. Maybe that's what they think. I don't know. Well, and they always played, portrayed the guys as like overly sexual anyways. Yeah. And, 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 culture, but maybe that, maybe that's the French culture, but it was just, I was like, you're telling me that every guy she looks at or she's interested in is interested in her. Like these people are just dropping like mm-hmm. 
like I'm like I'm like I don't understand I, I don't get it and maybe that's maybe it is her purse because like I said there are times when I find myself smiling maybe it's that kind of thing where it's like you know what she seems kind of annoying and endearing but once you like kind of get to know her and understand you you understand that she's smart like she she's she she social media mm-hmm. in this show she's great like she's really good at it like it's a, like you could tell that she knows what she's doing to the, to a, to a point so she's not just there to not like she does her job and she does it well yeah so that's it so maybe i think i walked away from the show being a little jealous of her maybe that's why i dislike her maybe i don't know could be but so so you dislike emily i don't like her as much i think that she's okay and i really didn't like her at the end of the show it's kind of like blood whatever that's so dumb but i like the way they, they took they took the story but i think i like the other characters enough to where i'm kind of like hmm you know but i just i just find her doing something stupid annoying and the other thing i didn't like was i didn't like they tried to like it's almost like he's trying to mix younger and sex and city in the same thing. Cause they, they had one scene where she was typing and it showed the words on the screen, very a la sex of the city. I didn't realize that. And they only did that once. And I'm like, okay, what are you trying to do here? Like, what are you trying to be? And it just seems like he's trying, he tried to smash younger and sex of the city together to make and throw it in Paris to try and make this show something that's really good. Maybe that's what I was trying to get to. Is like I, I don't feel like this show knows what it wants to be. Like that's right. maybe like like I said, like every issue happened at the beginning of the episode, resolved by the end. This client needs this, resolved by the end. This client needs this, resolved by the end. And see, it just doesn't know where it's going. I see, feel like I didn't feel that as much, but I do feel like yeah, it doesn't know what its identity. Like, like, like I there's think... no end point. Like it just creates a conflict, resolves it, and just pieces it together to try to get to somewhere well i think it's more her character i think more of it is it's less about that for me mm-hmm. and more of her character like they instead of saying emily is this 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 and this and this is her character we're going to build her out they said you know what emily's kind of a mix of carrie bradshaw and, and they just they just threw all these other characters that he had because i mean look at her outfits super stylish super stylized like over the top and i'm like you're telling me she had all those clothes like i don't know that was my comment to him that's the thing like literally so they threw in like they're like she's like they said emily's like carrie bradshaw meets this person meets this person and all those people that she meets are all characters that darren that darren star has created before like who like sylvia is basically heather locklear from metal's place Mm -hmm. throwback like you like i just knew like you just tell that so i'm like that's the thing it's like you didn't you didn't necessarily give your main character her own separate identity you combine these identities from other characters you've already created and said she's a mishmash of all of that which is why i think i don't connect with her so and this is where do you think he's trying to recreate sex in the city like recreate a carrie bradshaw character and kind of build out because like Maybe so. I don't know. Okay. I don't know what would it just is what it feels like for me. Is Gabrielle so. going to be her big? Uh, I thought he was. Gabrielle was cute, but I will say I thought I thought that Antoine was the hottest, but obviously he's the older one, so obviously I go there. <laughs> Daddy issues. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it's time for Bay of the Week. Oh, why do my hands like that? I don't know. <laughs> I, I was wondering where this was going. I'm juggling air. Uh, it looked like I was juggling. Uh, I know what you're for a second. Um. So, if you had to say there was a Bay of the Week, who would you say it was? Sylvie. Agreed. Just the sass, the persona, like, just do not fuck with me. Dude, even when Sylvie was really, Sylvie was pretty shitty, Emily. Well, and even when she was shitty, I was like, Sylvie, you went a little far. You know that, right? And she's, and I, I picture her being like, yeah, I know. <laughs> like the episode where the movie star from America comes in and she gets into her room, like the way she takes control and just like 
look, here's what's going to happen. You don't want to talk back to me. What I didn't like about that scene is they put Sylvie in that, in that drab-ass trench coat. There is no way Sylvie's wearing that shitty brown trench coat. With that, with that lime dress. green, with that slit. Yes. Oh, that slit. That was, I'm sorry. I know you walked away from it going, ooh, look at Sylvie kicking ass. I walked away from it saying she would not have put that jacket on. There's no way she would have put that and walked out of the house. No, absolutely no. Absolutely no. There's no way <laughs> she would have done that. That is not correct. I'm sorry, but where is her cute little top coat, flowy robe, something? They put her in that shitty trench coat. But that's it, especially that's coming thing. from a party they were throwing. Like she would have dressed up something. You, yeah, you know she would. Yeah, but you guys, her character really is like just shitty and bitchy, and I absolutely love her character. She's petty as hell. <laughs> oh my god um the the slut from sex in the city the not miranda not carrie um samantha yes i feel like she's the samantha of the show i don't think so uh, maybe, maybe i mean maybe the demeanor sorry that was a very random side maybe the demeanor um but yeah she was i, I love her i think i we both agree i love sylvie. oh easily it's sylvie she's the best she's a scene stealer oh yeah awesome so let me ask you this it, it has been renewed for season two it has been. Yes. Okay. Would you recommend this to watch? I don't know. Okay, I'll go first. You guys, I'm gonna say watch it, and here's why. I don't. I don't. I. I, I went as being like, look, being very highly critical. Like this is gonna be a shit show, and I was even even in, in there. Were, I will say in episodes I was like, ugh. But then in that same episode, I looked down. I'm like, "Fuck! I'm smiling. I hate this. Like, why?" And so it kind of got into me a little bit. Like her infectious, her 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 personality was not just annoying but infectious, and infectious in a bad way and a good way at the same time. And I think that that's why I kept watching it. Did I find myself going, "Ooh, I wonder what happens next?" No, but I was like, "I'm gonna watch the next episode." And the more I watched it, the less I was scoffing at it, I guess, until the end, honestly. So I would personally say, go ahead and watch it. There's going to be a season two. It's half hour episodes, 25 minutes. Um, You can see a lot of fridge stuff in there. It's actually pretty cool um, seeing all the sites that they kind of did. And I actually like the baseline of the story. Yeah, the premise is good. Yeah, so I'm going to say watch it. All right, look, I see the look you're giving me. You're in my ear. Like, they're in my ear. Like, I got, got to get an answer. Got to get an answer. Got to go. Leave Tyra alone. Leave Tyra alone. She's doing fine. Okay. I'm going to preface it this way. The show, there were no memorable moments. Like, nothing, like, stood out. Like, oh, this is why you should watch this. Yeah. I but agree. it was just a continuous, enjoyable experience. And like you said, it just you caught yourself smiling. You caught yourself laughing. You're like, oh, that's kind of funny. So I'm going to have to go watch it. Like you guys know when you want a dessert, but you you want a dessert and then in the dessert you get is like, I don't know, vanilla yogurt with with, with fruit in it. Mm-hmm. And you're like, mm, I don't think it's going to satisfy my sweet tooth. And then you eat it and you're like, okay, this wasn't bad. It's probably better for me than like, you know, the donuts yeah, I was going to eat. Exactly. But it's not bad. It, it, was, it was sweet enough, I guess. Yes. Okay. I Thank you. Yes. Mm-hmm. We'll go with that. It, mm-hmm. It's sweet enough. It's satisfied enough to get to the end. And I just, there's no reason I can't say to not watch. Right. Yeah. That's the thing. It's so like, watch it. Yeah. So just that's watch a weird it. way to justify that. Yeah. But it's just, like, there's, watch it. there's nothing that makes it like horrible. So just watch it. But if that's your standard for watching, then that's. 
I know, and that's the thing. It's like it's kind of neutral, but I'm gonna say watch it. It made me smile. It was it was it was it was cute. Yeah, it was definitely it was definitely cute. And I mean, I'm not gonna rank this above some of the other shows we reviewed, right? But if, I do think some of the chemistry was good. But it, yeah, if you're bored, you got some time. It's locked down. It's you know, do it. Watch it. Just watch it, you guys. It'll be cute. You'll love it. So thanks for tuning in for this week's episode of Watch It. That was weird. <laughs> little eye flick. What? Thanks for watching. Shut up. Whatever. Bye, you guys. Bye. (laughs) You've been listening to Watch or Not with Jay and MJ. Interact and give us suggestions on what to watch at watchornotpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at watchornot underscore pod. And on Instagram at watchornotpod. Huge shout out to Bradley Parsons. Thank you for creating our theme music. And subscribe and leave a review wherever you download podcasts. They'll make us come for you.